0: Hey there, you're listening to episode 111 of the Blended Family Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. I am feeling much better this week than last. Again, I apologize for last week for not putting out a full show for you, but I like to give 100% and I just wasn't there mentally. But life moves on, things get easier, we learn how to cope. I forgot to mention last week, I think I mentioned it in the Facebook group, but not on the show, That I was a featured guest on the Joyful Courage podcast with Casey Arorty. This was the same gal I had on this show a couple of weeks ago talking about positive discipline. If you haven't checked out her show yet, I highly recommend it. And if you want to check out my interview there, I was on episode number 74. I also wanted to mention to you if you have topic ideas for me, please email them to me. I really want this show to be about you. I want to help in the areas that you need help with. I do tend to focus a lot on self-care and self-help, and there's a reason for that. It is because when we can get peaceful and grounded, it doesn't matter what chaos is going on around us, we can still be okay. So that's why I spent a lot of time on those things. But please, if there is something you want me to address, let me know about it. My email is melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. The Facebook group is growing. I see new people in there every day. There are now over 300 members. This is the private group on Facebook called Blended Family Connection. And the easiest way to get there is by going to blendedfamilypodcast.com group. There is lots of support there if you're struggling or if you're looking to find other blended families in your area. Even if you aren't having any troubles, come on over and be the support for someone else. All right, that should do it for my announcements today. Let's get into today's topic, which is having a good attitude. I actually titled the show, Attitude is Everything, and I'm sure you've heard that expression before, but it is so true, isn't it? We teach our children this, but sometimes we forget to practice it ourselves. So today we're going to talk about how to maintain that good attitude and how to help our family members as well. Maintaining a good attitude is very difficult, but not impossible, and it takes practice and work. I know it. I had to change my attitude last week, and it was hard. Once we get into our dark place, that's what I like to call it, it's hard to come out. Oftentimes, we want to stay there, not because it feels good, but because we're so miserable, and we don't know how to bring ourselves out of it. A bad attitude can mean many things, not just the way it sounds. Sure, we can say someone has a bad attitude, but that can mean a multitude of things. They can be rude, angry, depressed, annoyed, impatient, or negative. Alternatively, a person with a good attitude will be positive, hopeful, patient, kind, loving, and forgiving. We can all experience many different emotions throughout a single day. And with the challenges of a blended family, it's normal to find it hard to maintain a positive outlook. We're never going to get it perfect. We're human. What we want though is to get to a place where we're spending more of our time with a good attitude than with a bad one. Why is this so important? There are so many reasons. First and foremost, you. Every time you have a bad attitude, you are hurting yourself. The negative emotions we carry are harmful to our health, both emotionally and physically, and you deserve better than that. We're here to live life, to love, to enjoy to the fullest. When you walk around with a bad attitude, you are not living to your potential, and you're not able to grow. Think about this. You know what it feels like. Think of the best day you ever had when you felt like you were on top of the world. What did that feel like in your body? Amazing, I bet. Now, think of one of your worst days. What did that feel like? Horrible, right? We don't want to do that to ourselves. And there are other reasons too. People will avoid you. No one wants to be near someone with a bad attitude. Your bad attitude will rub off on those around you. It is very easy for one person in a blended family to cause everyone in the entire family to develop a bad attitude. You get what you put out. So if you're giving out bad vibes, those bad vibes will come right back to you. This is all part of the law of attraction. Like attracts like. If you're sending out negative energy, it will be returned to you. One of the problems with a negative mindset is that once you're there, it's hard to think of anything else. So what happens is that you focus on the problem, on what is making you unhappy, and more of that keeps showing up in your life. It's a big mistake that we all make. What we are supposed to do is focus on something positive so that something better comes our way. This is something I'm working on actually with my son lately. Once he gets into a bad mood, it is almost impossible to bring him out of it. Why? Because all he will think about is whatever bad thing just happened. So what happens next? Another bad thing. And then another... He'll have a day full of mishaps, and this is all because he won't think of anything but how unlucky he is or how bad life is or how nothing goes his way. You've got to turn it around so this doesn't happen to you. People with good attitudes have a much different picture. If you have a good attitude, people are drawn to you. You'll feel amazing. Good opportunities and blessings will come your way and your family will run much more smoothly. So let's talk about the blended family for a minute. It is impossible to control for everyone's moods and attitudes in any family, let alone a blended family. You cannot change someone else's attitude. You can assist, you can encourage, but when it comes down to it, each person needs to be responsible for him or herself. When parents have a bad attitude in the home, It can trickle down to the whole family. Kids look to their parents for guidance, for an example of how to live. As parents, we have a lot on our plate, and we can find it hard to not allow our emotions to control us. But our kids are watching. They know our emotions even if we try and fake it. They can feel it. I mean, I don't know about you, but my kids can tell right away when we walk through that door. They know if we're happy, upset, angry, stressed, tired. So if you're struggling with your own emotions and attitude, I really want you to pay attention to today's show. If you can learn how to maintain a more positive attitude, you will notice that the kids change too. I always notice that when Sean and I are relaxed and stress-free, it's rare, but it happens, they are also relaxed and stress-free. When we're edgy, they're edgy. You may have never paid attention to this, but try to be more aware in the moment, and I bet you will notice. Next time you're having a bad day, pay attention to the kids' moods. And then when you're having a great day, also take note of how the kids are. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of times us parents are feeling amazing and our kids are miserable, but just try and pay attention to how everyone's energy affects everyone else in the house. As far as the kids, we as parents are a little better at controlling how their moods affect us because we know how kids are. They can change their mood from one minute to the next. They are unpredictable, moody, especially the teenagers who can have really high highs and really low lows. Bouts of depression and major mood swings are normal for teens. As a parent, you need to remember that there are other people in the family who need you to remain positive. It can be very easy for your child's mood to completely overtake you and throw your own mood off. You've got to take a step away, breathe, and remind yourself that you have a right to be happy even if your child is not. And that is a hard practice because when our child is upset, we naturally feel upset too for them. The best thing you can do here is stay in your positive vibration and try to help them out of it. Because once you lower your own vibration and get to a negative place, your child will stay right where they're at. And the other thing I want to mention here with kids is that if they bring down your mood, that is also going to affect your relationship with your partner. And that isn't fair to either of you. And the last thing I want to say here before we move on is that exes with bad attitudes can really cause stress on a blended family. And once again, you cannot control for this. And this can affect not only you and your partner, but also the kids. So since you can't control the ex, you can only do damage control on your end. So if the kids are getting upset by all of this, don't retaliate or get a bad attitude back with the ex because that will hurt the kids more. Instead, just stay positive, which will help the children. And there's a bonus here, and that is that you will look better than the ex who is causing the issues. So now that we know all about why we want to have a good attitude, let's talk about how to do that. It's not as easy as just telling ourselves to do it. It can be really hard to pull ourselves out of it. When I get in my dark place, I have to struggle to change my mood. And it's not always successful. Like last week, for instance, it took me three whole days to come out of it. And I knew where I was. I knew I was in a bad place and I didn't want to be there, but I just couldn't bring myself out of it. Obviously, that was a real low for me. There are other times I can pull myself out in minutes, sometimes hours. It depends. But the point is, you do have the ability to change it. It's hard, but it doesn't have to be as hard as you think. If you try some exercises first. Stop the negative self-talk. You know what I mean when the inner voice won't stop harassing you. I'm not good enough. I'm a bad parent. I'll never be happy. I hate my life, etc. Why do you do that to yourself? I always tell people that beat themselves up like this. I ask them if they would talk to their best friend that way. That usually puts it into perspective. If you would be more gentle with your friend than yourself... You need to change that around. Start being more kind to yourself. You will never pull yourself out of a mood by being mean. When the negative talk starts, just replace it with something positive. Next, get back to your breath. Take several deep breaths in through your nose and out your mouth, and this can calm you when you feel agitated. And then ask yourself, is this what you want? How does this emotion feel in your body? Do you really want to feel this right now? Most likely the answer is no. So instead, think of what you do want to feel. And imagine how your body would feel like or what your body would feel like with a more positive emotion. What do you need to feel better? Can someone help you? Maybe you need a hug or maybe you need some alone time. Ask your family for what you need, and they will appreciate that because, well, they'll want you to feel better. Laughter. Laughter is really good to help with moods, although, most times when you're in a mood, you really don't want to laugh. But maybe you have a friend who knows how to cheer you up. My best friend can always make me laugh. In fact, she came over last week just to make me feel better, and it worked. If not a friend, watch a funny video, make funny faces with your kids. Smile at yourself in the mirror. Don't worry. No one will see you. Anything like that will help lift your mood. Then do something for yourself that you enjoy, whatever that is which brings you joy. Do it, even if it's just for 15 minutes. And last, and this one is great. I cannot take credit for it. This is from Abraham Hicks, who writes about the law of attraction. Have you heard of the emotional scale? I am going to add this in the show notes for you to print out, and I'll even add a photo on Facebook, too. Basically, what this is, is a guide to help you climb the ladder of emotions. We all know that you can't jump from despair to joy. So this is a scale that's going to help you climb the ladder in a more realistic fashion. Plus, it's good to see where you're at, and it's great to print out for the kids, too. So I'll read you the list of emotions, starting with the highest and ending with the lowest vibration emotions. Number one, joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, and love. Number two, passion. Three, enthusiasm, eagerness, and happiness. Four, positive expectation and belief. Five, optimism. Six, hopefulness. Seven, contentment eight, boredom, nine, pessimism, 10, frustration, irritation, and impatience, 11, overwhelmment, 12, disappointment, 13, doubt, 14, worry, 15, blame, 16, discouragement, 17, anger, 18, revenge, and 19, hatred and rage, number 20, jealousy, 21, insecurity, guilt, and unworthiness. And last, number 22, fear, grief, depression, despair, and powerlessness. So the point is to look at this list, see where you're at on the scale at the moment, and try to improve little by little. The higher you are on the scale, the better things will go all around because you will attract more positive to you by being at a higher vibration. And the lower you are on the scale, the lower your vibration, therefore, things will not go so well for you. It is a genius way to monitor your own emotions and learn how important it is to do that. And you will see that life just feels easier and more pleasant when you're in the right state of mind. And I want to stress again, this is a great tool for the kids So, definitely print out that list. Again, it'll be in the show notes, and I will post a photo on Facebook, which is actually a little bit of a better tool to print out. As I said earlier, we can't control others or their moods and emotions. What do you do then when you are keeping a positive attitude, but others in your family are not? Maybe it's your partner, maybe the kids, maybe several of them. I don't want you to be discouraged. You can't change anyone else or help them if they don't want it. I have learned that painful lesson so many times in my life. So what can you do? You can keep working on yourself. You're already working to stay positive, so you might be wondering why I'm asking you to work more. Because this is to help you. When dealing with the attitudes of others around you, it's important to remember these things. This is not about you. It's about them. It isn't your fault. It isn't your emotion. They are responsible for it, not you. Next, do not let it drain you. You stand in your own peaceful vibration and let them stand in theirs. No one should take away your joy. Next, give them space. Trying to push someone who has a bad attitude will not help. Encouragement is great when they're receptive to it, But when they need space, give them space. Sometimes people come out of their attitude easier when left alone. And last, be the change you want to see, which is my favorite Gandhi quote. If you want to elevate the moods of those around you, stand in your positive emotion. Instead of letting them bring you down, you bring them up. Think about that. You can change the moods of the people around you. How hard is it for someone to remain miserable when they're around a loving, joyful person, right? If you want a happy family, be happy. If you want a fun family, be fun. Sure, it may not always work, and it may not work right away, but what do you have to lose? It certainly can't hurt, and the best part is you'll be happy, and that's what really matters. So that takes us to the end of the show today. I truly hope that this show helped you, and I hope that you share it with your partner and anyone you know who struggles with bad attitudes. I think everyone can benefit from learning how to better manage their emotions. If you have feedback for me, it can be sent to me again at my email, melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com, and I also have a giveaway today. I'm giving away a copy of the Abraham Hicks book, Ask and it is Given, Learning to Manifest Your Desires by Jerry and Esther Hicks. And I chose this book because that is where I learned of the emotional scale that I was talking about earlier. And the winner is Sarah Kirby. Congratulations. And if you want to be automatically entered into my random monthly giveaways, just join my list at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash subscribe. It's free and you'll also get a blended family quiz to see where your family is struggling. And I will be back next week with another show. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Bye.